Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Weird. We're, we're in Santa's workshop, Sam. When Drew starts, I wonder if he's going to be able to hear the music. I don't even think he got to start before you interrupted him. No. I was listening. Okay. Let's just pretend that didn't happen. We can cut that out. All right, Drew, if you hadn't started yet, go ahead. Well, I had, and all you really interrupted was I was going to open, and then I was going to give and extend. It's early for us recording it. It might be the proper timing, depending on when you're listening. It might be late. it's Christmas Eve Eve. Right. But I was going to extend what is right now an early happy birthday to one of the three three co-hosts, but then you rudely interrupted that, so. Weird. Okay. Um, can I go? Are you, are you done? Yeah, can no, I, do I, that? I, I didn't realize you started. I was listening to Christmas music. Go ahead. Right. Well, the Christmas music sounds nice, actually, in the background. It's, it's better than lizard, most of our background. There's a cookies baking, presents wrapped. Yeah, there's a lot going on at Santa's workshop here, especially for a Jewish family. I right. I was going to say, it's weird. that. Um, but whatever. We'll, maybe we'll edit that part out. People, It's just like when they brought Sam home in the stocking. You don't need to know. It's on a need-to-know basis, as they say. Right. Um, but what I was saying is thank you to everyone out there in the orchard for tuning in. Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. Uh, by the time this is out and available, it will probably be at least Christmas Eve, if not a bit later. Or if you're listening to us on w- WFNU, which I'll get to in a second, that's on Saturday. That's post-Christmas. So Merry Christmas to all those who celebrate. And like I said, a happy birthday to one Sam Applebaum, one of our three co-hosts here. His birthday. Oh, my God. I very... thought you were talking about me. No, we're gonna do another show before you. I can't even say thank birthday. you without him interrupting me. Or we may not. I, I, I thought it was a little early for my birthday, but go ahead. We might do a show before your birthday. I wasn't totally sure what our timing next week was gonna be, so I don't want to do that yet. But I'll 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 give you a late happy birthday, depend if we need to next week. But um, one at a time, like we did last week. Last week was our Hanukkah edition. This week is our Christmas edition. Next week will be our New Year's slash Kwanzaa edition. This yeah. is Sam's Christmas slash, slash Sam's birthday edition this week. Well, thank you, Drew. And I spoke too soon. You can't open the show with the undefeated Santa Clara Broncos because we <laughs> lost yesterday. I shouldn't have said anything. Their game's canceled tonight, too. COVID? Yeah, both of them. Why? Is it COVID-related? I honestly don't know. All I know is they were undefeated until my good friend Joe Foley went out for the season. Well, he's and now they... Our losing streak. What happened to him? Hip surgery. Oh, my God. The guy's been back. Oh, He's injury prone, it sounds like. He is injury prone. I met him when he had gashed his hand in the yeah. rim. All but I hear about the guy is he's hurt all the time. Although, well, they were undefeated with him in the lineup. And well, we're going to uh, 0-1 without him. We're going to talk about them because, I, as I promised last week, we were going to have our naughty and nice list. Naughty or nice list. And I will be giving you two multiple, multiple people and you will let me know not just me you will let the orchard know if they're on naughty or nice list but we'll get to that after we get the introduction done if that ever happens go ahead well I just it's a very special birthday for sam too and and he can't be under the influence today but tomorrow by the time he listens to this i, I don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in so midnight tonight but he could drink at midnight tonight right so by the time He's listening to this. I figured I should wish him the happy birthday now because he may not remember it if I do it tomorrow. If it wasn't 14 feet of snow, he could be at the casino and he could be drinking. Well, you don't need to go to the ca- – well, I got it. Actually, we probably do. That's about the one place you could that was go. Why I, that's why I stopped myself. I was like, well, it yeah. is actually probably the only place you could go besides yeah. the couch. 
Um, and Sam turns 21 just in time because he's probably going to need some adult beverages come Vikings game on Christmas Day. But we'll get to them, I'm sure. I don't think in the so. Naughty nice list in multiple th- ways, I'm sure. But I think we know it doesn't matter. But go ahead. We'll know, but I mean. It's still tough to watch sometimes. Anyways, we'll get to all that in a second. I'm sure fantasy will work its way in. I don't know if he's got anything he needs to calm the nerves for there. But we'll talk about that in just a bit. Before that, thank you again to everyone out there in the Orchard for tuning in. You found us one way or another. But as always, I'm going to tell you how you can tell other people to listen. Or if you want to try it a different way, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to anchor.fm slash apples-2-apples. From there, you're going to have links to all your favorite streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. You can follow those links to those sites, or you can listen to it directly on Anchor, or you can search us on any of those sites. Just look us up, and once you're there, favorite, like, subscribe, follow, whatever you do on each of those sites. That way, every week when we have an episode, whether it's our Christmas episode, New Year's episode, Fourth of July episode next year, whatever it is, we get sent directly to your device to listen to when it is out there ready. That is one way. Number two, you're going to go to the PodMN app. You can download that. That is full of us and other Minnesota Twin Cities podcasts, not just sports. There's sports, news, food, everything in between. Check that out. And last but certainly not least, WFNU 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio in the Twin Cities area. You can check them out. We are live every Saturday morning, 7 a.m. Central Time, 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific Time. We are the appetizer to what is the main course of the Saturday Sports Spectacular. That is Connor's Corner. He comes at you live 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. on WFNU. And, Dad, before you say what's on what I'm sure is a awesome Christmas edition of Connor's Corner, I want to extend a Merry Christmas to our WFNU family for those who celebrated. Dad, what's on Connor's Corner this week? Uh, as you said, big Christmas spectacular. I didn't actually know that. I was kind of hoping you had something. Yeah, we were talking. We Well, we did more Christmas songs. Top Connor's top 10 names for elves. Hmm. Um, number 10 was a, a little outrageous. It was Scott. So I don't know if I'm offended that I'm on it or that I should have been higher. But Connor was number eight, his name for Elves. And then we had Buddy and some of the ones from movies. I won't spoil number one. Also controversial, but uh, tune in to listen. Uh, we also had Connor's top 10 Christmas movies, and uh, which we've talked about before, holiday movies, Christmas movies. Um uh, and a bunch of other good stuff. So tune in to the replay. I, it may be the last time you hear him for the year. There's a possibility we will not have a show on Monday. Uh, stay tuned. We will see. But and then we also had a naughty and nice list on that show too. And uh, so stay tuned. All right. You know what I was thinking? I think Step Brothers should be a Christmas movie. There's a Christmas scene in it. I, th- I thought it was. Well. I don't know, but I think it should be. If Die Hard is, it should be. I don't get the Die Hard, but I don't. I never saw it, so I don't really care. <laughs> Maybe we'll have done. to introduce you. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I, th- I don't think I've seen Die Hard more than once. Maybe, to be honest. What's the deal? With, how about Tom Cruise losing his? You know what? I just think that's what he's like. I, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I mean, is it bad to say I wasn't surprised by people that? People treat like, him like think... he's a hero. You don't treat people that way. Sorry. Yeah, COVID or not. No, I, I I agree with you. There's a way to tell people. Maybe they were doing the wrong thing. I don't know exactly what was what was going on. Rumors are that there was they weren't actually doing anything bad. But I mean, we well, know Tom Cruise is a psycho. 
Maybe Tom Cruise needs to close the yearbook on Mission Impossible too, because we're at yeah, like Mission. How many? How many? If it's Mission Impossible, we can't have thirty impossible missions, can we? Well, considering they're not Should actually have... all, he he accomplishes them all, so they're clearly oh. not actually impossible. Spoiler alert! All right, go ahead. It's hot in here. Holy crap! <laughs> so that's uh that's Connor's Woo! corner on Saturday morning. You can also check us out on WFNU's website, WFNU.org, live streaming there, or the Live 365 app. You can download that and find us there through WFNU. Um, that's the intro, Dad. I don't really know how this naughty nice list thing is going to work. I'm sure. Here's we'll what I'm to... suggesting. Okay. It's it's gonna it's gonna involve a lot of sports discussion. So I think we should quickly, maybe talk some Vikings very quickly. Maybe talk some if there's anything else like like on the people I'm gonna mention cover a vast variety of the world, including sports. I assume. Yep. So, like, we don't necessarily have to talk NBA because I'll have NBA people on the list, which will lead into um, mm-hmm. charcuterie and um, de- what debauchery, whatever. Um, debauchery, yeah. yeah. And so I don't. We can talk a little Vikings, or we can just get into my list. And I, I think got I got one thing I would like and to fantasy because we're I'm in the Super Bowl. I am too. I have I'm one thing I'd finals. like. I'm actually in the Super Bowl. Um, I thought Sam just said you're in the semifinals. No. I said I'm in the semifinals. Oh. If they had one last week, we would have played each other in the league or in the other together. League, yeah. Wow, that would have been stressful. Um, I have one thing, and then I think we should spend five minutes max on Vikings. All right. Uh, and because I'm sure they'll they'll come up in the naughty nice list, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Um, I think first off, uh, a loyal listener of the show Uh-oh. was flat a flattered by your Villanova comments last week. Oh, okay. He was then, B, very upset by your Philly comments that we closed the show with. So What was that? I don't recall. I'm old. We, I think you called them sensitive or something. Well, it proved my I, point in it, but go ahead. It, it did. I, I, I sort of told him that. but <laughs> yeah. uh, They're rude. I, if he wants a story about being sensitive or poor fans, as Dad mentioned, talked about last week, I know person one of my friends went to a philly game in uh philadelphia eagles game and he got beer dumped over him because he was wearing a vikings jersey and sworn at even though the eagles were winning by like 50 and the kid wasn't saying much so they're kind of mean and he goes to villanova on top of it and he goes to villanova well and that's he he said that we called we said that you said he needed to get tougher and i said they were insecure for sure which i sort of stand by and i think him being upset about it does prove that fact. But, I can't think. Um, I did also tell him I think they're just big softies underneath that tough exterior, to Sam's point. Yeah. It's just, well, I think they're, they're trying to yeah. compensate for their Exactly. Feelings. There's no yeah. doubt. If we, I know we're on the same page. I, tell, I would tell him this, too. I know it wouldn't be face-to-face. You, you can tell him right now. He he's he will listen. It's it's probably... I mean, he's rather big. The Philly fan? I mean, he's, he's not like... Me. Well, that's not saying much, but... I, know. I don't so know if you're say, mixing them up. I'd say the the Philly fan face. is like not small, but I mean. Well, he's taller than me, I meant. Sure, but again, not saying. Well, I would much. say I'd say it face to face, but it'd, it'd probably be face to chest. So, but that's. No, you're thinking of the wrong guy. No, you, I'm not. No, I'm yes, not. you are. I know. I know. No, I'm not. I know exactly what I'm thinking of. Then he's I, not. I, he's I not thought he was quite a bit tall. Oh, he's not. No, he's like maybe an inch or two taller than me. Oh, then he really should be insecure. I take everything yeah. back. He's not. No, like, I know exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, I don't know why he thought he was that tall. I'm sure he's flattered. Like, he well, he was... I thought he was taller than me. Uh, he is, but not by a foot oh, and a half. Right. Well, 
I stand by my Villanova comments. I'm impressed. No, again, and I was going to use that as a, a a segue, but then I wanted to touch on the the All sensitivity right. piece. Okay. So well, it, along those same lines, we talked a little about Georgetown basketball, and you said we need to get back well, to. They're work. on my list too, so I. You know. Oh, then I'll wait. Then I will. Then I can yeah. wait because there's been some serious development. I, I'm not even trying to be funny. Serious developments in the last week with their uh, yeah, with their I think recruiting I've, class. I for think next I'm year. gonna let's maybe briefly talk Vikings slight fantasy because I think I'm gonna cover. I know I was going to, my naughty or nice list is going to involve one or two or some part piece of the Georgetown college basketball scene. I, will, I think I'll cover everyone. I will hold on my Georgetown because there's, it, it was a big week in, in recruiting for them. So I will hold off on that until we get to them on your list. So let's go Vikings. Okay. Each of us, let's take a minute to give our thoughts last week going into this week. Wrap, wrap some things up, no pun intended, with Christmas presents, and then let's move on to the list. Dad, Sam, who wants to go first? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's almost like a broken record. I Cousins wasn't awful. He uh, still does not give you hope that he can really just overcome bad defense. He can't overcome. I mean, the third down sacks are crazy. He just cannot get away from people. Which is interesting because for the first time in I don't know how long, he actually ran the ball a lot. He's but been doing it all season, really, but yeah. Well, yeah, to a point, but it's mostly you know, glaring the last couple of weeks. But again, if there's anyone near him and he's back there and he hasn't taken off already, he's done. The defense, which I've been harping on for years, was god-awful against a quarterback that is – he's – but the Bears are five. I think Travinsky, Travinsky's four and zero oh against the Vikings. Yeah, he, that's he's insane. got one loss. I think he's five and one or four and one. No, yeah. he didn't play the game. The Detroit or Detroit. Uh, the coach is five and one against us. I thought the Travinsky game, had one loss too. But yeah, maybe the, not. No, the loss he didn't play. Uh, I don't yeah, understand. Maybe. That was this year. We beat him at Chicago with Foles. So I, I I know, but I think we have in the last three years we have one other win against them. I don't but, think so, but possibly. Maybe. Either way, who cares? If he's Either five way. and one or whatever, it doesn't Just matter. The, the defense he's four and two, but one win came one win came when he was injured on the first drive. One of their wins. Correct. Yep. And I regardless. I think, Lots of injuries, I understand, but our it goes even even. I just don't understand. Zimmer's supposed to know defense. At one point, I think he did. I understand he doesn't have the players he used to, but to to a team like that to just absolutely not be able to stop him six or seven drives in a row is beyond ridiculous. It's not. It makes Friday's game easier because the game means nothing. And and I I just it is what it is. I mean it, I until I don't even know what they need to do. I'm not even I don't not even suggesting they have to get rid of Zimmer, but Cousins is probably good enough to keep. But I don't think he'll take us to the next next step. I think Zimmer is good enough to keep, but I don't think he'll take us to the next step. I, I don't know. I'm none of it's surprising. It's a game I actually thought we should we were going to win until about five seconds into the game, and I think you realize we weren't, Sam. Yeah, I mean, you look at the defense, and we harp on Zimmer, and he's a defensive mind, supposedly one of the better ones in the game. But you look at the, our defense. We're missing our two best players on our defensive line, our top top two linebackers. Anthony Harris doesn't know how to play safety. I don't know if it was a one-year fluke last year or what happened. He, he doesn't know how to play. 
And then the cornerbacks are rookies, and there's multiple times in the games where there's miscommunications or Harrison Smith is covering two guys because the one cornerback didn't follow his guy. They didn't know if it was man or zone. So I'm not – if you look at last game, Dave Montgomery ran all over us, but we're missing our linebackers. Thank and, you, by the way. And, and, and our defensive line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And our defensive Thank you, line. By the way. And Anthony Harris can't cover, so we're and our cornerbacks haven't actually been tackling pretty well. But so you look at Zimmer, and I don't think last week was completely his fault either, because he is. He we've had better defenses, and he he's shown what he can do with a good defense. But I just why do they always we're inexperienced get hurt? and bad? Why does why do they always get hurt? The injuries are outrageous, and I understand a lot of teams have them. Not like the the Vikings, it's crazy on defense. Well, when you and uh, when you look at our defense, and and this week was, it, it, I didn't really know how to feel about the defense specifically this week for two reasons. One, they have been improving over the past few weeks, a lot, and that's been encouraging to see. But two, they got beat by an absolutely awful offense, which is is disappointing on many levels. But when to Sam's exact point, I was going to bring this up. Out of the 11 guys we trot out there to start a game against the Bears in the week before, maybe three you expected to be in your starting 11 before the season. Harris, who's having a down year. Smith, who I think is trying to, and Dad, I think you've mentioned this before, trying to do too much back there with all the other pieces missing. And one of our defensive tackles, who's bad to begin with. So you basically have eight backups and practice squad level guys you're playing on defense. But with that said, that team... And that defense was improving enough over the past few weeks that they should have been able to beat Mitch Trubisky and that Bears offense. And to not beat them is incredibly disappointing. So I, I was a little torn about how to feel about the defense. I do really like what we're seeing out of Gladney and Dantzler specifically. I think you're seeing a lot of improvement, especially out of Dantzler. Gladney's learning a, a, a different position than he's used to playing. That slot corner in Zimmer's defense is much different than playing on the outside. And he's getting better. He's I can't believe I'm about to say this. He's our best run support guy. He's better than any of the linemen we have. He's better than our linebackers in run support. So that's at least encouraging. Um, but behind those two guys, it's literally guys they're signing off the street. They're practice squad guys. So when they're getting burnt by Allen Robinson, who's pretty good, I'm not surprised. Now, I'm more I'm more disappointed that we can get no push and no pressure on Trubisky. But, and it goes back to Sam's comment about the defensive line and the linebackers. So... The defense is hard to draw any conclusions from because I think Harris, to Sam's point, just a, a down year. Maybe last year was just a fluke year. Who knows which way it goes? He's probably gone at the end of the year anyways. He's on the franchise tag. I think Smith is just trying to do too much. Hopefully with more guys back, he'll stop doing that. You have to love the experience that Dantzler and Gladney are getting and the improvement they're showing. And then all those other holes will sort of fill themselves next year between Barr and Kendricks and Hunter and Michael Pierce, who sat out because of COVID, and some of the the, the uh, other defensive ends. So the only I other think, thing I want to add, the only I other thing I know I where you're add. going with this, and I think the guy you're about to add is not. I wanted to ask if he was naughty or nice, but go ahead and if you. Well, who who is it? Because if if it's the same person, I'll stop. But is it about offense? Well, yes, because I just talked about the defense, so I'm moving to the offense. Yeah. Is it about the guy calling the plays? Uh, no, but I figured okay, he was well, on your list, so I I didn't. He is I on did, my list. Okay, because right, I figured ahead. he was, actually, so I didn't go mention ahead. him. My only other, and, and part of it with this season, to your point, that injuries and whatever, this team's just not that good in its current state. Between injuries, they were probably a good, not great team to begin with. 
take them down the injuries. They're an average to below average team. That is what it is. But I think what's what upsets me the most is and I think Spielman's done a good job for the most part. He's not perfect. Nobody is, but he's done a good job building this team and, and hitting on some mid to mid to late round guys. But the lack of focus they put on strength in the interior offensive line is infuriating. And I get, we've talked about this over and over again, I get they value athleticism and, and quickness because of the way they want to run the ball. But the guy you have running the ball can overcome poor run blocking. The guy you have trying to throw the ball can't necessarily overcome interior pass rush. So when you play teams like the Bears, like the Buccaneers, that have these strong, very good interior defensive linemen, they're just overpowering these guys. Whether um, and, and especially Dakota Dozier, who it is almost malpractice that they went into a season and said, that guy's good enough to get us through a season. So that, that's the one to... thing that on a team level I, I've been disappointed all season. It's just something that they've never addressed and they put emphasis on something that could be overcome by the guy you have running the ball instead of helping out the guy who needs help at that spot. And on that note, the Saints defense line is very good. So whatever the over-under for sacks against on the Vikings is, I would hit the over. Before it, we start the naughty and nice list, there's 10 quarterbacks in the league that if we would have had any one of those 10, as bad as our defense is and as bad as everything is that we've said, we would have won probably two, maybe three more games. I don't know our about quarter, 10, but, uh, 10. 10. Our quarterback I, cannot I don't think it's ever 10. win I us the game. I think it's six, seven, maybe. Well, we can try to list them. I mean, all right, let's do it. Uh, Rodgers. Not some of them are obvious, I understand. But Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, Bobby Hebert. I See, I don't think he's very good. Oh, my God. He can move. He's... Well, what are you saying? He's like one of the top. No, but he's not. He, you think he's played better than he has because he's a rookie. I, I don't think. I think put he's him going on, put to him be very the, good. I think put he's him with going our to running be, back. Let me finish. I, I think he's I, going to be very good. I don't think he. I think some games we won, we would have lost if we had him. I think. The, I, don't I think, think so. the net would be even. But I think. I, sure, we might have beaten the Bears, but we. I think there's other games we would have lost. That's all I'm saying. Our shortcomings. He could. He could. I, I'm not saying he's on the level of the first few guys I said. But he can move. He can. He's got a cannon. I think he. He, would, he doesn't though. He's in the bottom five of accuracy downfield. He doesn't. Okay, let me tell you something. He he he's got Keenan Allen, who's hurt every other game. If with our weapons and our running back, it know. would be different, in my opinion. Maybe. I'm gonna leave I, him on I the list. On that one. I think uh, obviously Russell Wilson, the Murray dude, Watson, Watson, Breeze, Wilson, Wilson. Uh, but Breeze has been terrible all year too. I understand that, but he does. I still, I don't think he has the weapons we have. But no, he's I, got Kamara. I also I'm don't think, saying, but but like our the shortcomings that, but Breeze isn't me, exactly a mobile quarterback. I'm not telling, but, but he figures it out. He can get rid of it. Breeze doesn't Maybe. get sacked as much. Well, I'm not saying we'd win the Super Bowl. We'd win I don't, a few I just more don't, games. I don't think. I guess all I'm saying is I think the number's about seven, not ten. Now we're splitting hairs, but whatever. Right. I think there's things Kirk does that those other teams don't do. That those other guys don't do. I think Stafford, well Detroit. Either. I think he'd be better. Mm. Well, I you think the games we are talking about are the three games we've lost by one or but within a field goal, and we, we could look at quarterbacks who are clutch and get it done, like within two minutes. And you look at guy like Philip Rivers does exactly that. 
Yeah. So you could put him on there too, because they were talking about the Rivers. three games. Philip Rivers isn't exactly mobile close. either. Like I He's think they have mobile. an incredible offensive line. That's why Philip Rivers works they in Indiana. But he also is smart enough to get rid of the. Okay, well, not really. He's got a lot of interception. I don't know. And I also think we're 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 realizing like Kirk Cousins, like we should have beaten like none of those quarterbacks probably help us beat the Seahawks if you like. The best ones do because we're just a better team. But some of these you got to remember at the end of every one of those games we choked. At the end of it, we our offense could not get one extra first down because we didn't. Not every one though. But just yeah. about every one because and if we we could have held the ball and they didn't respect Cousins. All right, naughty or nice list. Here we go. Mike Zimmer. You each get to choose. Don't need a lot of explanation, but you can certainly give one. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Zimmer on the nice list for this year because I don't think he was given a very good hand. Um, and I think for the most part, he's actually done pretty well with what he's had this year. Okay. Uh, between the injuries, guys sitting out, the limited practice time, they've had, what, two different COVID scares. He probably still can't see out of one eye. Um, That's the Cook one that was he out a game. I, I think Clearly yeah. the one he uses for the defense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think he's very slightly on the nice list only because I think it could have been a lot worse this year. Okay, Sam. Yeah, I'm going to go nice list because, like we mentioned, he doesn't really have any players. Like, all his starters at the beginning of the year on the defense are out. And you look at, like, Bill Belichick is thought to be a top-five coach of all time, and he's doing terrible this year because his team is terrible. And they actually have a better defense than us. We have more offensive weapons, but their defense is way better than ours. So his team isn't even terrible, and they have the same record, I think. All right, Gary Kubiak. Sam, you want to go first this time? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm put Kubiak on the naughty list. One, I'm also sub sub naughty list. All the teams that are interested in, in him as a head coach, because I think his time is done. Especially no, put as them a head on the coach. nice list because they can have him. <laughs> yeah, well, in as a Vikings fan, nice list, but um, yeah, naughty list because he has no creativity anymore. Like and when he does get creative, it's like a reverse to Thielen or uh, he just he gets creative in the wrong times too. It's like fourth and one, just throw it to Cook. Drew mentioned it. Just if there's ten, nine, ten guys in the box, just pitch it to him outside. He can get the edge. Or if it's third and one, run it to Cook twice. He'll get the one yard. He gets creative in the wrong scenarios, and then he doesn't get creative very often. Uh, I think with our weapons he had, he could have done a lot more at the offense. Drew? Yep, I, I agree with Sam. The the only other thing I want to add that I, I part of the reason I have him there too is to Sam's point, you can see it sometimes. Like I think it was two weeks ago. We had maybe a fourth down, um, or maybe a two point conversion we had to have. And they threw this like really quick, unique, like tunnel screen to Jefferson and he walked into the end zone. Uh, I think it was a two point conversion. But like what why we don't see more of that, I don't know. And and my biggest issue with him is the way he refuses to get away from what are our team's biggest weaknesses. Against the Bears, we're outmatched up the middle. We know that. And multiple times in short yardage scenarios, he tried to run the ball up the middle, where every other time Cook got it to the outside, he got the edge, he got a couple yards. And that's all you need in those scenarios. Um, he also is just leaving guys on the end. Again, I don't know if this is him. I don't know if it's the line's fault. doesn't matter. You're the coach. Get your players together. 
there's guys constantly unblocked coming off the edge. Per, what looks like purposefully. Again, I don't know whose fault you want to pin it on, but you're the coach at the end of the day. You need to game plan for that stuff. And the, uh, the, the thing that really starts to frustrate me along the creativity point with especially all the guys we have is you look at what Stefanski's doing in Cleveland. And he never did that stuff when he was here. And so part of that made me want to maybe put um, Zimmer on the naughty list because he was clearly holding him back. They do all this motion, all these gadget plays, all of these different trick plays, and they have half the players we have. Uh, maybe at the running back position, they're pretty good, but especially receivers with OBJ hurt. Landry and T. Higgins aren't aren't Thielen and, and, and Jefferson. So um, it, it's I don't know if it's Zimmer holding him back. I think now that it's Kubiak, he's just old school, and this is what he thinks he can do. Um, but I, I've just been, I've not been impressed with his return to, to calling plays this year. Kurt Cousins, naughty or nice? I, yeah, is it? I, can, can I be like indifferent? Like I think he's exactly I, what we think to. he is. I mean, I don't, I, I don't. So what is that? Is that naughty or nice? I, I get, I guess that's. I'm not talking personally, obviously. No, it's a I know, metaphor. but I guess like that's the like the nice list. It's like he he's been exactly what we thought he was going to be. In some games he's been better, in some games he's been worse. I, I don't know. I think we thought, personally, I think we thought he'd be better. I, I, if this I, is I, what they paid all this money for, then uh, sad. But that's but, like, yeah, you're fair. It's, you're, I'm asking you, it's fair. No, you I'm can, just saying. All, all I'm gonna say, and then I'll let Sam go, is it's sort of like the the it, it's the situation you get yourself in when you miss the one quarterback you try to take in the first round. It, it's the reality you're stuck with. Um. Or two, I guess I should say, because they tried with Ponder, he sucked, and then I, I was referring to Teddy, but I guess Ponder, if he would have worked out, who knows? But I mean, Teddy's not exactly lighting the world on fire in Carolina, so uh, you miss someone, on your I think Teddy sucks. I've I've always been. I know, clear. I know. I'm. I, but you, that's sort of helping my case here. It's just yeah. no, we I had agree. to go get somebody. It was him, or I don't even know who. Um, and he's been exactly what we thought he was going to be. He's he's no longer even close to the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Here's the thing with him. This is why I said I think there's 10 better quarterbacks for us. Not saying they're necessarily even better, can throw better. Remember, the last really good season we had was with, uh, what's the dude's name? Case Case Keenum. Keenum, who was not a star quarterback. But what he could do is create and get away from things and with our talent all that's all we really need a quarterback at this point but sam your answer i think drew's indifference on the not your nice just tells everyone it is he's literally just average okay. and so for that reason yeah i'm putting absolutely. him on the naughty list dan bailey oh wait were you done no i'm fine i mean he he's average and i'm putting him on the naughty list because awesome. he's, he's not going to win us a game dan bailey oh it's weird because, well, you know what? He, he, it's a kicker. He shouldn't lose this game, so I'm going to put him on the naughty list. But he, but besides those two games, he's actually been very good. But the, as a kicker, if you lose a team a game, you're on the naughty list. Sam? Yeah, I'm going to go naughty list. But if you look at the Vikings, they needed a kicker, and they went on signed Dan Bailey, who at the time was the NFL leading field goal percentage kicker in the league, going to be a Hall of Famer veteran and so that signing was amazing and then all of a sudden he just comes to the city the state where kickers come to die so nice on the vikings for signing him in the first place because that was a good signing but he's naughty and he was perfectly fine last week too and he's been pretty good 
for the most part. So, okay. It, and Chicago Bears fans need to stop talking about their kickers because they had one time a kicker messed up. We've had about seven of them, yeah. and your kicker's perfect this year. So Carson yeah. Wentz for our Philly fans. I mean, I I think he's definitely on the naughty list. I, I don't think that one's really a question. Okay. Now, who knows why? Who knows what the regression is? Oh, I heard a re- <laughs> the I, 30 second story that I heard during one of the broadcasts a couple weeks ago. A lot of people think, and there may be merit here, that Frank Reich was really the the genius behind a lot of that offense. He's now in Indianapolis, and that he had a very good relationship with Carson Wentz. That's why Carson Wentz was so good for a little bit um, when Frank Reich was there. Part of what the guy on the broadcast was telling was saying was that they were both very faithful men of God and they would like talk about God and prayer and religion together and that's why Carson Wentz was so good and I just sat there and I was like watching it with somebody from Philly and we were like did we just hear that like is he really saying like Carson Wentz doesn't have a spiritual enough coach and that's why he's not good anymore where's Tebow when you need him it is Christmas time so uh, is that announcer saying that God only wants Carson Wentz to do well if he's with Frank no it didn't it had nothing to do with God wanting things. It was he didn't oh. have the proper relationship with the coaching staff. All right. Yeah, he, he he didn't have the proper relationship well, I think, because he, there was no longer a, another man of God. I think Doug him. Peterson sucks as a coach, and he got lucky once, and he's a terrible coach. He's shown that. All right. Speaking of announcers, Chris Collinsworth. Sam, you, you take this one because I sort of handled the Wentz one myself. Yeah, I mean – just because he jinxes every kicker in the league, I'm going to put him on the naughty list. He'd, he'd probably be better if he just would can stop ev- talking. Can every single player be unbelievable and the best player? I mean, the way he talks about guys, it's insane. Oh, there's, there's not many people better. There's not many people worse because everyone you say is not many people well, better. And before Drew goes, there's not many announcers that are on the nice list. I think most announcers are uh, pretty bad and on the naughty list. Good point. Sure. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, only becoming more and more true. Um, I'll throw Collinsworth, Collinsworth on the naughty list as well. He's not my favorite, so and he um, loves Aaron Rodgers and it pisses me off. Tom Brady. Um, I'm actually gonna put him on the nice list, and for two reasons. One, I think we forget how freaking old he is and how impressive it is what he's doing at his age. And two, I give him some credit for being like, you know what? I don't need New England anymore. I'm going to go do it somewhere else. Um, and actually, a third, uh, let's call it an Easter egg reason. Easter, I guess Easter, not Christmas giving, maybe is maybe, maybe more applicable. But uh, him trying to get Antonio Brown back on his feet is adorable. So I'll, I'll put Tom on. I'll put Tom Tom on the nice list. Okay. Yeah, you picked the reason. I'm going to put nice just because he broke up the Brady-Belichick duo that always wins in the playoffs. And now the Patriots aren't in the playoffs. And Tom won't have a very good team in the playoffs, so he's probably going to lose first round. Funny you said so, that, Sam. Nice. Bill Belichick. I mean, again, he has no quarter. Cam Newton's terrible. Um, defense is still solid. But, again, Cam Newton's literally lost them games. Where Kirk doesn't lose us games or win us games, <laughs> Noon has lost them games. Which is so, I mean, crazy. I, because Can't really give him a naughty, even though much as much as I hate him. Part of what's crazy about the the Cam Kirk discussion is three weeks into the season, I, I personally can will put myself in this camp. I would I was clamoring for Cam Newton the way he played to start the season and the way Kirk played to start the season. It was night and day. Um, 
we obviously now know how that's panned out. Obviously, we've lost some games, but I don't think there's a question that Kirk's been better than Cam. So um, I'll put Belichick on the naughty list only because I think a lot of I think they had a lot of guys sit out, but also like traded some good guys away. Like I think he's up to something like always, and he always seems so indifferent even when they lose. So I I I, I I'll put Bill on the on the naughty list. Last NFL Pro Football. Do you actually have a physical list in front of you, or are you just coming up with names on the fly? It's all in my head. I've been rehearsing for a week. I'm a professional, unlike you No, I believe that. Uh, New York football Jets team slash punter for making that tackle. Thoughts? Naughty or nice? What? New York Jets, they blew the number one pick. Oh. Do you want to win a game? Would you rather? I'll tell you right now. I, I, I said it, whatever. Last week, so I have to stand by it. I'll put him on the nice list because I, I hate tanking. I want to see my team win. Yeah, that's, that's what I asked. It was a thought-provoking question, Sam. Yeah, I'm going to put him on the nice list because they should have probably three wins by now. They're not – Jacksonville's way worse than them. The Jets have actually been in a lot of close games and have blown a lot of late fourth-quarter leads, probably because of Greg Williams. Um, but, yeah, nice list. They're not, they should not be on the naughty list just after that game. And the only he, other thing I'll add is the players specifically don't deserve to be on the naughty list because they're not trying to tank. They're trying to earn themselves jobs and earn themselves money. They're just okay. not very good, and they're not on a very good team. So the players themselves, they deserve to be on the nice list. P.J. Fleck. Naughty. Period. <laughs> his, his coaching's – yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with Sam this, this season. It's been a weird season. But um, he's temporarily on the on the naughty list until he can prove that this was a a weird season and that's why they played the way they did, not because last season was or two seasons ago I should say was the fluke. I do have good news though. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but oh. Coach Ortiz or something posted a photo with about five or so Gopher recruits and said at PJ Fleck reinforcements are coming. So Coach Ortiz is on the nice list. Okay. So thank you. Uh, isn't that well? That's the the cornerback recruits like dad, isn't it? Dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They had a party of all the Gopher recruits to watch the game, and then took a picture of it and said, "Don't worry, PJ Fleck, reinforcements are coming." That's good. Well, and, and dad, you said two weeks ago. The good news is Morgan's not going anywhere now. So. No. And Ohio. St. Juice declared, but Coney Durr, who I, I actually think might be better. Supposedly, we'll, we'll, most of them will be coming back. Okay. And whoever knocked out. Wurtz or Mertz, whatever his name is, is on the naughty list because Mertz, I told dad Mertz is worse than the backup yeah, no, to not knock that guy out. Okay. Uh, I'm going, I could go broad with the uh, top four national championship, but I'm going to go Ohio State slash Notre Dame. You can certainly answer them individually. Football clubs is what I'm talking. Um, I'm going to go. And I know ahead. it's not their fault. But they're going to have to take the brunt of it. So naughty or nice, again, metaphorical. Um, I'm going to go naughty Notre Dame because they're frauds. Like it. And Alabama minus 999.5. Um, Crazy. And Ohio State, I'm going to go nice because they've done everything they could to deserve the playoffs. I don't think they're very good. I think they'll get crushed. But they deserve to be in the top four. So it's not their fault. People are like, they should be in. I don't think they're 
the best four teams, but based on the resume, they deserve to be in and will probably get crushed. But so nice. Yeah, I think um, Sam spot on. Notre Dame clearly not even up to even sort of par with Clemson on the naughty list. Don't deserve it. Ohio State, they haven't been convincing, but that's why they're at number three, not number one or two. Um, they won all their games. They won the Big Ten. You have to give the undefeated winner of the Big Ten a, a shot a shot in the playoffs. I'm glad it's at three, though, and not one or two just because. Um, so I don't think they're on the naughty list, although I, I do think they will get beat and get beat pretty handily. Um, but Notre Dame talked so much crap and then to get blown out by Clemson and then to still get in is, is ridiculous. But uh, Ohio state did what they were supposed to do. It wasn't convincing, but a lot of guys out at different points through the season. So, um, I'll keep them on the nice list. Yeah. And insider info from someone inside the Notre Dame locker room, when asked why they should think Notre Dame's going to win, he said, just came off that embarrassing loss, got something to prove now. The guys are pretty pissed off. So, But he spends most of his time bent over looking through his legs. So, um, A supplement to the conversation very quickly because we got so many more people on the list, um, including stay tuned for Drew's view and Sam's view on Philly fans. We're going to put it at pretty much set in stone what they are, naughty or nice, after last week's conversation. Uh, should Cincinnati have at least gotten into the five or six game? Should they have not just said, okay, put your money where your mouth is. We think the fifth best team is so-and-so, whether it was Texas A&M. Cincinnati, you play them. Why did they go with the same old Oklahoma? I mean, I think they should have at least given Cincinnati a shot at there. Not that it matters, and it wouldn't have been good enough for them. Thoughts? I I blame Cincinnati because teams like this happens every year. They go undefeated. They think they should be in the playoffs, the top four. And if you really think that, schedule an SEC team, a top SEC team, schedule a top Big Ten team to prove yourself in the regular season so they will put you in it. So I blame uh, Cincinnati and UCF. I blame those teams and those who, the ADs. If you really think you're going to go undefeated and you deserve to be in the top four, schedule a top game to prove that during the regular season and then don't whine about it True. when you don't. Quickly. E- I, I don't I don't think Sam's wrong about that, but I also don't think a lot of those Big Ten SEC teams would be willing to play a team like Cincinnati. It's kind of a losing proposition for them. Um, so I don't think it's all Cincinnati's fault. Well, Cincinnati's I, under. I mean, they might. I wouldn't put them in there just. I mean, I my my they, point is, I guess my point is, I'll use Texas A&M as the example. Texas A&M doesn't. It doesn't benefit them really to play Cincinnati because why? even if Cincinnati goes undefeated. They're not even sniffing the top the, the college football playoff. So if they Texas win, A&M it's not looked at as a what? But Texas A&M wasn't. No, I, I just they're number five, so I use them as an example. Like yeah. be, beating Cincinnati instead of another team probably wouldn't vault. I don't think A&M in because I don't think just like they don't look at Cincinnati with respect when they make the rankings, they wouldn't look at a win like them. They might not with that much all. positivity. Yeah. But there's an an uh, incredibly high chance that they lose. Okay. So. I just James, I don't think it's all Cincinnati's fault, is all I'm saying. James Harden. Uh, again, that's pretty easy on the naughty. And by the way, just to clear the record, he wasn't at a strip club. He was at a stripper's new business party. Let's be clear. Last night, which now he can't play in the first Yeah, game. I don't think he understood that violating the COVID protocols <laughs> wasn't the strip club part or the club part. 
He wanted to correct people for they always make stuff up. Well, no, you actually just admitted that you were actually at a party without the mask with strippers, just not at a strip club. That makes it all better. Drew, do you have a thought on James? And just in general, has he turned out to be a pie hole or what? Um, yeah. The second he left OKC and we started to see what he was really like, um, yeah, I, naughty list. I hate him. He's a loser in every sense of the word. Not not a big fan. All right, let's bring it home. Cat, Carl, Anthony towns cat i'll go quick because I, I i'll do some 30 seconds i think he's on the nice list I, I i wish he would take the defense more seriously but i also think he has a very hard job being that anchor defensively when the guys around him suck defensively so i don't think he's getting a lot of help um he's gone through a lot he's still out there playing he's still one of the best if not the most versatile offensive player in the game today um versatility-wise, not quality. Obviously, Durant's probably the best offensive player in the game, but what he can do across the court. Um, I hope he takes the defense more seriously this year, but even if he does, if you surround him with Russell, Beasley, pick your favorite undersized power forward we have, and Akogi, it's still not going to matter because they're going to get blown by, and then he's going to be put in a bad spot. So I don't think he's being helped at all um, defensively, which is really the only downside you have on him. And um, so I'm going to I'm going to put him on the nice list. Yeah. And I'm also going nice. And on top of what Drew said, oh, yeah, right. thought a sneeze was coming. Maybe Jesus, man. sneezing is not a symptom of COVID. So it's all good. Don't know. I don't think it's coming. All right. But you look at Cat, and you've proved he's a hard worker throughout his since he came in the NBA. He came in like a stick figure and he's put it on a lot of weight. He's worked on his shooting, his outside game. And two. When you, before we got Russell and all that, he was the majority, he was 99% of the offense. And when you contribute 99% of the offense, you're going to be tired and not play defense as well, as well, or like work as hard on the defensive end. And so that like when you, I don't know, well, Drew and I don't really know because we've never been the star offensive player, but like <laughs> on a basketball <laughs> or team. D- but or defense, whatever it's worth, I was never player. the star sure defensive player either. The, so. the scout squad and stuff. Yeah. No, but when you're a star offensive player, you're not going to work as hard as defense because you got to work you know, harder on offense. And that's what Cats had to do. Now he's got a guy, hopefully he'll work harder on defense. Now he's got some of the offense to load off of him, but he's a hard worker. I'm putting him on the nice list. Okay. Malik Beasley. Naughty list. And I think the... Yeah. Uh, Sorry, the court- Montana. Montana? Montana's his wife who... Ex-wife. Well, they're still married. Oh. Montana's on the nice list, though, because she took the yeah, she took run to the drugs and said all the drugs are hers. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very familiar with their lawyer, by the way. Yeah. I... <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so he's pretty naughty for lots of reasons. Uh, young Mr. Ryan Saunders. Um, I'm going to put him on the – well, I- I'm torn. I'm torn because the quality of his coaching, I think, up until now, and we'll see what the season holds, puts him on the naughty list. But I also think, for what it's worth, I, I don't, I'm not sure how he ever really got high. Like he sort of lucked into the higher. Not that he didn't work hard to get to where he was. I'm not saying he didn't, but I don't think there's much debate that he wasn't necessarily ready for a head coaching job. But the relationship he had with those players meant he deserved it. So I, I understand why he's the coach. And I think what he does for our core group as far as team building is commendable and maybe put him on the nice list. But overall, I think 
that whole coaching staff, especially that Vanderpool guy, who I I can't I can't figure it out what people see in him and with what he's done with our defense in general is is on the naughty list. Um, until this is the season, they have the talent now. Can they do something with it? All right, quick yeah. quick answers now. Oh, you. I was just say you you said this on twelve twenty three twenty twenty about five hours before the first game starts of the twenty 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 one seasons. So as of twelve twenty three twenty twenty. As of today, when we say this, he's on the nice list, but he's the number one draft pick for the naughty list of oh, 2021. Nice. I see what you did there, Sam. All right, quick answer. Now we got to go quick answers. Timberwolves team as a whole, are they going to be naughty or nice this year? Oh, this coming uh, year? Yeah, the one that we're about to Nice on the offensive end and naughty on the defensive end. Yeah, I think he's right. Overall, nice. I think, they'll be, I think they'll be fun to watch, and if they stink, who cares? They've always stunk. We're used to it. All right, yeah, we are used to it for all of our teams. Speaking of which, little Richie Dicky Patino. Uh, naughty, and I'm gonna tell you why in ten seconds. Good. He needs to get Marcus Carr the ball, the ball, Marcus Carr the ball. That's hard to say. In better spots. And you can't rely other... on him one on one pick and roll. Do something nice. yourself. Insane. His offensive sets are atrocious. He's got too much talent to just say, hey, go go win us a game. Naughty list. I'm going to group together both gopher basketball coaches, men's and women's, and both put them on the naughty. Let's do it. I was getting to Lindsey Whalen Uh, next. Lindsey Whalen actually got a five-star recruit, something Patino can't do, but doesn't know how to use her and uh, is pretty poor with her talent. Yep. Okay. Uh, Now, Drew, most people don't care, so uh, this is out of a common courtesy to you people on the East Coast. So let's not get emotional. Let's not drag this out. Mr. John, not John Thompson, Mr. Patrick Ewing, who I had a face-to-face conversation with the very first day on campus at Georgetown when you were a freshman. Well, he he wasn't the coach at the time. He was just a parent. He was a parent. Um, I go, oh, my God, who is that? And I go, Patrick Ewing. And he rolled his window down and he goes, yeah, it's me. Sam and I were about a foot Which from is him. hilarious because this a, will be quick, I promise. The only other person that I've spoken – well – one other very specific person who's had an interaction with him had a very different interaction. So clearly he liked you for some reason. Yeah, no, that's well on that same day, I had a face to belly button conversation with Nerland's Noel. Oh yeah, that's no, it was, that was, oh, was that, a different later. that was four years later. That was at graduation. This is when we brought us uh, drew to school and we were walking in the car. You were right next to me. I, th- I think I might've been the last person to see Nerland's Noel. Yeah. He was hard yeah, to miss. All right, go ahead, Drew. Um, as of literally yesterday, I'm going to put him on the nice list, and I'll tell you why in 15 seconds. He just landed uh, a five-star recruit, number 16 recruit in the country, to have the 2021 Georgetown recruiting class be anywhere from 6 to number 10 in the nation, just behind Villanova, who you love so much. Um, it's the highest-ranked recruit we have had since Greg Monroe. If you remember him, he had a short career in the NBA with Seven the Pistons. Footer. Seven yep. footer. Yeah, um, he had a long career. Not well, really short cool. with the yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I guess it was pretty long actually, all things considered. Um, since Greg Monroe, he's the third highest recruit ever since we started tracking recruits on a star point basis. I mean, I'm sure Patrick Ewing would have been higher at the time, but so in the past 20 whatever years, he's the third highest recruit we've ever had. Um, bumps our class to the top 10. I've seen it as high as six. Um, and his name's Aminu Muhammad. If you want to look him up, he's originally from D.C. Goes to school in Missouri. Um, so literally, as of that change, to get that recruiting class with everything that's happening with our team this year, I think that deserves to put him on the nice list. But if if Ryan Saunders is pick one, Ewing is pick two, because if they come in next year and they still stink, that's when you know. 
Sam, I'm going to give you this one. Georgetown basketball team. Can they ever do anything? Maybe starting next year, I guess. Oh, they're pretty bad. Yeah, it's great he's getting these recruits, but he's shown he can't really keep them around for more than a year, so I hope he can do that. All the recruits that left weren't very highly ranked, so I don't know if that's good or bad for this coming class. Quickly, Sam, Bronco basketball. Uh, Coach is on the naughty list because he still doesn't know how to break a press or his own. All the hype at Arizona State was not worth it. He uh, saw her, but I just don't think you're a very good coach or recruiter. We have a beautiful campus. New facilities being built for the athletes. We should have more talent. You let you let Stevie Nash just walk into into yeah, Brooklyn. He would have been. He would have been good. I know exactly. I've been in the exact room where he lived when he was on, on off campus. Stevie. Steve Nash. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's creepy or not. But he's not the most famous person to go to. That Dad's school. also been in the house Steve yes. Nash lived in. Yes, I was there. He's all, but he's not the most famous Santa Clara Bronco alumni. She is. She she did more for the sports bra than Jordan did for Jordans. That's You're Brandy talking Brandy, Chastain. Brandy Chastain. Yeah, I've also talked to her yeah, and took a picture with her. Uh, Coach Cal at Kentucky for telling a player he needs to leave because he's just got he was upset the team wasn't doing well. Naughty. In general, everything to do with Coach Cal. Naughty. Yeah, he made it public when he didn't need to make it public. He tweeted all about it. It should have been handled in house. Okay, the time has come. Philadelphia sports fans, <laughs> naughty or nice, we're going to get it on the record. I'll let Sam go first because Drew could get beat up. Uh, Yeah. I, 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 are you sure you're thinking of the right one? He's not that big, although he probably could be. No, I'm just kidding about the beat up. Well, I the, know exactly who I'm thinking of. Is this the one who was riding the surfboard? No. 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 Not the football player either? No. No. All right, well, I have the no idea who this guy is, so I'm just going to... It doesn't surfing. matter who he is. No, I know. I, I, I don't know who he is, so I'm going to get my true feelings self, out there. He's that self-conscious. Well, he's, he's like, gonna, he's trying he's to figure out how much, how mean he can be with these thoughts. No, yeah, and I don't know who... Be mean. Be I don't honest. think I've had a conversation. Not, no, I'm going to be talk, honest. Yeah, be honest. Philadelphia sports fans. I think they're the worst sports fans out of any city's sports fans there is. Terrible people. If I won a Super Bowl... I would have taken my Super Bowl and never said another word in my life because I, I was be lucky to have a Super Bowl. They won World Series. They and won all they Stanley do is complain. Cup. I know. And they're terrible people and sports fans. So I hope he – sorry when the next time I see you, I'll apologize for and it. The, but the, And the Sixers mascot, some moron. Go ahead. Not the Sixers, the, the Flyers. Go ahead. Ready? He's yeah. not really a Flyers fan for whatever. He's not a big hockey fan uh, for whatever that is. I wasn't a shot He's actually, well, the really, one he's actually not fine. a Phillies fan. He's a Red Sox fan. So. That's why this isn't about him. This is about Philly fans. So if he, he, it's not about him. We're not, because I'll ask you about him next if you want. Now go part ahead. Part of me, part of me wants to put them. They were on the the naughty list. I think they moved to the nice list post Super Bowl, but they're slowly working their way back to the naughty list. I think the how much they all finally came to hate Carson Wentz was absolutely amazing, um, and that bought them some points in my book. Um, I also love how much they they hate their basketball team because I hate our basketball team too, no matter what they do. So I'll put them well, very slightly on the nice list, but they toe that line very closely. Sam, I think you wanted to comment on what Drew said. Yeah, on the thing about Carson Wentz and being mean to him, Kirk Cousins famously said, probably not famously, but he said when he got here, he wants to bring a Super Bowl to this city because whoever brings a Super Bowl to this city will be treated as a superhero and will have... Ultimate celebrity status. 
and whoever does that, we will treat like a celebrity. We will not treat two years later, three years later, like he's terrible. I'm going to push him to the curb very meanly. I'm going to push back a little bit there because they do treat the guy that won them a Super Bowl like an absolute legend. The problem is that guy was not Carson Wentz. It was Nick Foles. They kicked him to the curb. He 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 went and signed somewhere else for more money. They to this day, and again, that was the team, not the fans. The fans to this day worship Nick Foles. Worship Nick Foles. Okay. So I promise move, you that. They they on. were not happy when they got rid of him. They understood why, but they they every time he succeeds, if, whatever. What's that expression? Every time a whatever an angel gets its wings, it's like every time Nick Foles succeeds, like an a. a Philly fan gets a little less. What, what, every time an angel gets his wings, a reindeer poops. I think sure. that's how that same thing, but with Philly fans and Nick Foles. Um, all right, next, naughty or nice. This will be intriguing. New York sports fans. Let's have Drew go first and probably last. Let's see how he, how much he buries himself. I just say first and last because I don't think I think I just you're the only one that this is. Oh, go ahead. Hold please. You want me no, to go, go or do you want me to wait? No, you go. Um, they're on the naughty list. I, there's not a. Although here's what I'll say: the Giants fans are delirious. The Jets fans get it, and they're like all four. They're like, we lost, whatever, cool. And they're funny when they win. Um, the Yankees fans are insufferable. I sort of feel bad for Mets fans sometimes. Um, New York fans also like to act like they know a lot about their team, and they they don't really. They're not super. I I don't mean this like they didn't go to school. I mean like they're not very as educated about their team as you might think they are. Um, and they just like uh, they're on the naughty list. They're, but differently than like a, you may put the Philly fans on your list. Philly fans know what their team is and they know what they are. They're just obnoxious about it. The the deranged thoughts some New York fans have about their teams, especially the when the, when the Giants started winning, they were like we're gonna make the playoffs. I was like you aren't even close to being a good team. Like. <laughs> I, and I, I know this is, again, being hypocritical, but they were like, no, like, we got it. Like, the team, the defense is good to this and to that. And I was like, Saquon's going to be back next year. And I'm like, yeah, and you'll be, like, 8-8 eight and eight again. Like, I don't know why you think, like, all of a sudden this team plus Saquon goes to the Super Bowl with a first-time coach. I, it was ridiculous. But, um, yeah. And the Yankees fans are – I'm not even going to go there. I don't have Do enough time and mental power. Crack at that, Sam? Uh, I'll handle my own city's football team all and right. fans. So let's go Minnesota sports fans. I was going to talk to 49ers fans oh, yeah, on the naughty list. Yeah, 49ers first. Because there's very – a couple of them live in my house. I'll give them credit. But, like, there's very few 49ers fans who actually watch the games and know what they're talking about when they talk football. And then they make the playoffs and make it pretty far. And then all of a sudden they care about it. And then they lose and they don't care at all. So I'm putting them on the naughty list. That's fair. All right, I think – is there anyone you guys want to add before we wrap up with Minnesota sports? I, like I think this really. has been spectacular, by the I way. I think it has, too. You didn't really have to answer many. So I'd like maybe Sam and I can throw a couple at you to close. Okay. Well, um, just one. Uh, I'd like to put COVID-19 on the naughty list. That's <laughs> fair. That seems that's, fair. That seems fair. Yeah. My dental work, very naughty list. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You can throw some at me or Sam or whoever. Um. Yeah, Names we miss. Roman Reigns, very naughty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although that's sort of not his fault, but no. don't want to peel the curtain back too much. No. Um, you could say Paul Heyman. 
Yeah, uh, I I don't know. If he's on the naughty list though. He's spectacular. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of some guys that will I mean, be conflicted about. You know what I think is interesting? Santa Claus is always making the list. Has anyone ever like put him on the list? Like, what if you don't get what you want? He doesn't Does that get a make... gift. Like he doesn't. It, it he's not. I understand, but you, he could still like if he brings you a lump of coal. Does that make him naughty? Well, I my understanding, and again, not my holiday, but my understanding is he, he's assessing if you were naughty or nice. So if he puts you on the naughty list, it's your own fault. He's just the he's the judge. Malik Beasley, <laughs> like, isn't gonna put the judge. Shouldn't he? Probably will. Shouldn't put the judge in his naughty list just because he told him like, hey, dude, you're guilty. You can't do it. You did. It's his fault. He did it. You know? Yeah. No, that's fair. All right. Well. Um, like- I'll give you one. Yeah. Jimmy Butler. Uh, I have to take my personal feelings aside. He's on the nice list because he's just a he just he makes things happen. Now, much like Stefan, I okay. I, I was gonna Bills. say Stefan Diggs. Okay. I was gonna say Stefan Diggs. Buffalo Once Sam Bills. said Jimmy Butler, I thought Stefan. Okay, Diggs. Stefan Diggs is the naughty list, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because we know from Minnesota that, you know, I heard all these these announcers. Oh, no one knows what the Vikings were talking about. He's been a perfect this. this He got by the way, he was here for how many years? Was he here five years total? I think he was pushing five. If it wasn't okay, quite so that many, he was close. here for five years total. Four of those years. He loved it. He loved Kurt. He loved every quarterback. He loved Thielen. He loves him. He loved Minnesota until he didn't. Buffalo, he will love you. Until he doesn't. So you and the announcers are idiots. Is he having a good year? Yeah. But the guy we got to replace him is having just as good a year. And if we had a better quarterback like he has, might have had even a better year. So That's what you just said. And I'm trying to pull up the receiving stats. We talked exactly what I was going to say. He was mad about about targets and receptions and and, and this and that. He Yes, he leads the league in receptions. But um, Justin Jefferson isn't exactly... Far oh. behind him. Why is it giving me 2020? A guy that's never played in the league before. Yeah. Well, it is still um, 2020 total, sort of. Oh, I guess, yeah. But where's Jesper Jefferson on this list? Am I blind? So there's an interesting one. Oh, here he is. It, he he is getting the ball less, but it, but the he's got 30 less catches than Diggs, 40 almost. But he's only got 200 less yards. So. And we didn't throw him the ball. And that's in a fraction of the games. He didn't play for two games. Right. The first two or three weeks. So it it seems to me the whole like he just wanted to be force fed, which, you know what? Fine. If that's really what you wanted, you wanted to be to just throw the throw the ball 20 times a game. Like we have Adam almost as good as you are. So I don't know what you want. I just got huge breaking news from the apples to apples production uh, staff. Hang on. Let me see if I can read this right. I didn't know we had a staff, and I don't know who this person is. But on next week's New Year's Eve spectacular, guess what's going to happen? We are going to have New Year's Eve's New Year's Eve resolu- New Year's resolutions for many of your favorite stars. That's hot off the presses for next week's show. Thoughts wow. before we get back to any naughty or nice? I think that's I think it's awesome. Another spectacular show. This is um, I mean, this show just keeps getting better and better. Until it doesn't, like Diggs. Go ahead. Anything else? Yeah, I, I want to give you a twin, but I just know exactly oh, who you what I you'd kept say them for. out on purpose because I just didn't want to bring the party. I knew you, you were going to say for almost all of them. It wasn't uh, 
We beat, uh, yeah. Because guess what? Chicago White Sox just signed the top international star yesterday, and we have still done nothing. But go ahead. I don't like the international guys. We've no, been we've been burned too many times by those guys. Nelson Cruz sucked. What? No, well, that was after he was good. I mean, every other guy we sign out of pick oh, your favorite you, Asian country, it never pans out. And I, and Sano was the number one international guy whenever we signed him. So. This guy's it's not our, it's not our strong suit. So yeah, no, I, 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 I those don't bother me as much. No, I I, um, I just I'm having a hard time picking somebody who you I know you which way you wouldn't go out with them for the Twins. Um, so I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to go totally outside Minnesota sports. Well, I I mean Buxton's an interesting one because sure. I, he's he's nice when the 17 times he plays out of it 90, <laughs> and he's naughty because we can't use him so. That's a difficult one. Um, all right. How do you feel about the song Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? It's strange, but, you know, it's telling an important story. Okay. Is that because uh, she was slow or wasn't watching where she was going, or did the reindeer – and which reindeer ran her over? That's what I want to know. Well, I would assume if it was one, it's all of them. They're kind of all – it together, so she just right? kept getting run over. So Rudolph yeah, led that's the charge. My understanding. Was Rudolph the first reindeer? Rudolph led the, leads the sled. Well, they're all like pulling the sled. But they would all, in, in theory, run her over. That's right, my point. but who did it first? Like, is Rudolph? Rudolph would be first because he leads the sled. That's correct. By the way, who was driving the sleigh? I mean, are we getting Santa, out of the naughty I mean, part? I, that's that's an important point. So Santa ran over Grandma. Yeah. No, I think Dear you're right. Dear God, we just uncovered something. Santa caused it, but Rudolph physically did it. So is Santa, I know Santa can't get COVID. I heard that. Can Santa go to jail? That's a great question. May, we may never know. Right. We may never know. Well, well, okay. Go ahead. Sorry, I digressed. Um, I can't think of anybody that I don't you know how you feel about. Show? I uh, so go ahead, Sam. I was gonna put the Twins PR team or whoever releases these stories of us trading for Trevor story or <laughs> we're in the, signing we're in the all these guys. Cause oh my God. It, they just, if we could feel the team, if all the guys they report us about, it, we'd be almost, unstoppable. We almost got just yeah. like, don't report it until it's actually going to happen. God, it's, it's a little annoying. It, that is one. I mean, it, I've said it a million times, so it's not even, I, I got one for you, dad. Yeah. Uh, Zach Parisi. I think, I think he's actually on the nice list. I think he busts his butt. I think his skills have certainly diminished. I think he's injury prone. He's done everything he's asked. He's uh, he's the one name we really have to hang on to, a Minnesota player. And I think it'd be a travesty to get rid of him. If I don't, if he ends up on the third line, that's where he belongs. I understand they're paying him a lot of money, but uh, by the way, why didn't we sign Hala for a hundred for one point seven million dollars? What the heck? Anyways, I think Zach Parise is on the nice list. Additionally, I know it's been a disappointing career here. Or has it? I don't know. I don't think his individual career is necessarily be disappointing. No, the I end like, results maybe, but I, I I would be pissed. I will be pissed because they're going to trade him, and I will not be happy. And I will cancel my season tickets for the Wild. Your your uh, non-existent season tickets? Right. That's I've already canceled them. See. <laughs> um. On that note. Yeah. Is the West Division naughty or nice? Oh, that's naughty. Jesus. Not only yeah. do we. Not only is it going to be a, a meat grinder as. Our buddy Kevin Gorg likes to say, you have, you have to stay up till 9.30 to watch every game. You do. You I have to stay up till 10.30. Yeah, you do. Sam will be right in the group. Yeah, Sam's, Sam's loving it. 
It'll be right down the road from him. Yeah, I mean, if you actually look at the division itself, they'll probably be battling with Arizona and maybe San Jose. I think they're done for. Probably be us in Arizona for the last spot. The Central Division Jeez. had like four guys. Yeah. No, the last I'm, couple sp- I mean, four guys, teams. Guys, so. I'm happy to be out of our our like division that we normally play in. That one is yeah. a meat grinder. I I don't think you the don't the think, one we're in now is think good. Vegas, St. Louis. No, Colorado. I'm saying there's three guaranteed that will make it on the West. And then after that, it's oh. just like us, Arizona, and San Jose. I thought, for the no, is I don't think. Oh, I, I don't guess Colorado think, and and St. Louis. Colorado's Minnesota. really good. Yeah, I don't they think Vegas seen. is as good as they were, and no, I don't think any, many of the California teams are very but good. They came on last year at the end. They were in the they were in the yeah. conference. They were in the. So did we? Though. I mean, so did we though in that argument. But yeah. Oh, yeah. But, and we got. Oh, by the way, we play two ex goalies, Dubnik and and um, and uh, Camper. Uh, Camper Kempler Kepler. We'll see how that goes. I I don't we we're not an old enough franchise to know if we have players we scorn do well against us. Uh, along the similar lines because we didn't do a lot of wild. The yeah. Wilds reverse retro jerseys. I hate those two colors with a passion. Having said that, they're phenomenal, and that was Connor's birthday or Christmas gift from our family. Was I was am I included in that? Yeah, well, I, you're still part of our family. I sometimes. I, yeah. I feel then, like the, then the times you're still part of our family, the gift is from you. But uh, I hate those two colors, and those uniforms are spectacular. In fact, they're way better than the ones we have. Would you have changed it in any way? Besides, the only thing that they of, could have, short of doing the whole North Stars logo, which we can't, I've, I've been told. But. The only thing they could have done. But I don't think it is wait they for one for a small period of time they put a little black in there uh, with the gold. But I think those no, I don't know that I would have changed. I mean, my my I only thought what was what could they have I, done to change it? My only thought was maybe they could have used. Remember when we used to have that M logo? They could have used that yeah. as sort of an homage to the N. But it almost looks good with the wild logo. Personally, uh, I don't like. I think the I'm not a huge fan of the wild logo. So if they would have put like. Like way back when the North Stars, I think, even had the name North Stars, like slanted. If they would have put the wild in like a slant down the front, um, although the old, the old, so you're saying instead of the N that they used to have on the jerseys with Do the you North remember Stars, remember that M, the M that the wild used for a little yeah. bit? But then the, the North Stars used to have an M. N with a star. Right. So, so instead of the N, you'd use an, which we're not allowed to use because it technically is owned by Dallas, used an M, which is sort of the same. I would take that same uniform and have an alternate to that one because I like the wild one. I would have it say wild down, like, you know, slanted down with the patches with the wild logo on the pat on the sleeve. Got it. I was curious. Yeah, you, I, I, I never asked you your, your thoughts. I am a the- fan. I am a fan. Uh, and I <clears throat> normally don't like those. I actually like them better than the new wild colors, I think. I would have put uh, trees on the down the side of the breezers. Well, yeah, we haven't seen the breezers. Oh, they gotta go gold breezers, don't they? Like the Gophers? I don't. I think they. No, oh, maybe they haven't said what the full uniform will look like. I, I haven't know. seen the. I haven't seen the breezers. Sam's got a good point. They gotta go gold breezers with yeah, trees down the side. I like it. Okay, because I love those gold breezers that the Gophers have. The number one team in the country, Gophers, by the way. Have they? Have they still not lost? No. Talk about the nice. Talk about being on the nice list. Although whoever schedules their games is not very bright. They're playing Arizona State twice in January, and I believe they're yeah. both they're both in Minnesota, and I I don't understand that. Well, any, that's not the, that's Arizona State's fault. How Why would they, 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 they must want to do that? 
I know. I don't get that, but yeah. Okay. Um, Sam, you you have any more? Not sure I have much more. This was well done, and just so everyone knows, not one of those things were written down. Um, you excited about the New Year's resolutions for next week? Yes. A little less excited because I feel like I have to prepare for that. I feel like this, I, I didn't have to prepare. I should, I, well, I didn't warn you. But, I mean, I sort, you sort of knew, but go ahead, Sam. I'll give Dad one. Kevin Molino, <laughs> the dude who just left the loons. It is getting a little tired. I mean, again, welcome to Minnesota. It's it's nice to know that the soccer team has one and a half decent years and the best player decides to leave, just like Garnett, just like all the Twins did all those years, just like, I don't know, there's a couple of Vikings. I mean, it is nice. to. I don't understand. I can't figure out the soccer team. I think their coach is god-awful. I don't know if the players don't like them. They sign guys. They don't play them. They're going to get this guy. They they signed, they signed guys like 13 minutes after the season was over. They were signing guys. It's very confusing soccer. I think he was really good, and uh, I think it's a shame they couldn't figure something out. Now, granted, they offered him everything they possibly could, so there's some reason he doesn't want to be here. So he's naughty. Just could somebody, like the Greek freak, who could still force his way out because Harden's got – just could someone be loyal? Not many. He is. Giannis just signed a, a no, max I'm extension, saying, which could change because if it goes bad, oh, and, sure, sure. But he could do what Harden's doing. But um, it would be nice if the, if Molina. I don't know where Molina wants to go. So that was a good one, Sam. Well, should we wrap this up? I think well, breaking so. news. No breaking news. The Minnesota Wild have selected open their season January fourteenth. Okay, I'm free at the Kings. Oh, my God. We're done. Also, again, the season starts on the 13th. Does a Minnesota team ever start on the no. opening day? No. So at the Kings, so that we can, I mean, we could, I don't know. I mean, we must stay on the West Coast for a while, I would assume. I just I just saw see the tweet with the oh. first games. All right. Quite interesting. They say, okay, you're going to practice. I mean, they basically gave him two weeks to start playing, which I think is, just shows how dumb sprint, uh, training camp is. Yeah. <laughs> Same with basketball. Um, all right. Well, anything else, guys? I think it's time to wrap. Hit the Christmas music as our... Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I don't have any. It's the oh, same my. music. Okay, hit the We Are Family Christmas music. Uh, excuse me? There's some, oh, the DJ, um, Mrs. Apples to Apples, just put a, oh, this is Transiberian, Transiberian Orchestra playing Carolina the Bells. One of my favorites. This has been a holiday edition of Apples to Apples right here on all those different ways. We wish you a very Merry Christmas. Uh, we will wish you a happy new year next week. Happy birthday, Sam. I can't wait to give you your birthday spankings like I've been doing for years. I hope you liked our naughty and nice list. If you're offended people in Philly, uh, get some testicular, t- some testicular fortitude and deal with it. That's what Sam asked me to say because he was embarrassed. Uh, other than that, you guys want to say anything? Nope. First four games in California. Nice. I'm... Oh, the Transiberian. Did you hear that? Carolyn, can you hear that, Drew? Oh, yeah. Transiberian. Okay, they're awesome. All right. We'll see you next week. Happy holidays. Bye-bye.